Welcome to Mind Over Matter with Heather Hakes, where mindset is everything. I share stories of insight, personal experience, ways in which I and others have overcome obstacles, and the importance of perseverance. Welcome to my podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am thrilled to have you here on my podcast, tuning in weekly as I share two episodes with you. My goal through this podcast is to inspire and empower as well as motivate you to move forward in life. I also provide one-on-one coaching, so if that's something you're interested in, listen all the way to the end for ways to connect with me. Welcome to episode number 177. This week we touch on many different things, but most specifically... It's time to wake the fuck up. Welcome to this week's podcast episode. I brought on Josh Whitaker. Josh, welcome. Hello, hello. Thanks for having me. He's actually, this is kind of a funny story, but Josh is practically my neighbor here in Denver. And then we met in person last week. So it's quite a small world. It is. Yeah. Give the listeners a little background. Um, Well, you live here in Denver, but what do you do? So I launch companies for a living, uh, mostly in the cannabis and uh, CBD space. Uh, but I do have companies uh, all over the country. Um, I've helped companies outside of America launch in the U.S. Um, and I'm a founder. I'm sorry. I'm a, well, I am a founder. But I'm a mentor for the Founder Institute, which is a global accelerator for startups where uh, we mentor companies from idea stage all the way to raising money or uh, you know, making their first sale or whatever. I just, I just love launching companies. And how did you get into that? Well, launching my own companies, failing miserably many times. That was a good introduction. Uh, but really, um, the way I started it uh, was someone uh, asked me to take ownership in their company uh, versus a salary, or it was really a combination of both. Um, it was actually a bamboo company based in Mississippi. And uh, the CEO was a friend of mine, and he, he couldn't afford my hourly rate. So he said, I need, I need a CMO. I need you, and I can't afford you. So I want to give you a piece of my company. And I said, wow, I've, I've never thought about that. So... Um, yeah, we, we hit some numbers back and forth and I took a meager salary and ownership in the company. And then now I've done that many times and I own, uh, so six companies around the U S and, uh, one of them went public like seven, eight months ago. Um, so yeah, obviously I have to be very strategic with that, but mostly it's just, you know, I'll take an hourly fee or a monthly retainer or something to, to help them launch and be successful. And just to, I'm curious, CMO, is that chief marketing officer? Yeah. Yeah. Chief marketing officer is, is the key, you know, if, most small businesses can't afford a full-time CMO and uh, really a CMO is just going to, you know, outsource everything anyway. So, you know, you're looking to spend 150 K a year on this and then, you know, paying for all the services that you need. Most small businesses can't afford that. So it, I think the, the model really works well as a fractional chief marketing officer for most small awesome. businesses. And I have a question for you because you brought up the term failing that you failed multiple times before, but I think there's so much stigma or negativity around the word failure, right? So many people have fear of failure, avoid failure, and that's why they stay in their comfort zone. So what does failing or failure mean to you? Actually, I'm going to go a little bit deeper on that. So um, there's a woman named Kristen Darga uh, founded a company named Impact Founder. Uh, and I was interviewed for one of her books. And uh, she has based this entire her entire life around founders committing suicide because of failure. And so these, the, us, us entrepreneurs, um, we fail all the time. And it, it, you can imagine a, a 23-year-old that raises a bunch of money or, or has taken money from their parents or their friends and family, and then they failed. 
and uh, it, it hurts. It hurts bad. And so Impact Founder was founded because of getting the word out of stories like us who have failed beyond, like, I don't know if we'll go into this, my story, but way beyond failure um, to just like utter, like from the tip top all the way to the extreme bottom. Um, and you don't have to, you know, you don't have to do bad things um, because we're all going through these things. Like all of us entrepreneurs are going through truly horrible things, you know, unless, unless you uh, have a silver spoon, I guess you could say um, fed for you. I, I don't think, um, I don't think anyone does not go through these things. Well, and I think so much of it is perspective because honestly, I don't like the word failure. I don't use it. I don't believe anything is a failure. I think everything is a lesson. So yeah, maybe it cost you a lot of money or you had a shutdown, but then now you have experience and lessons to do it better next time. I just don't like the word. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, either there's, there's either avoiding the word or, or, uh, you know, taking it and saying, this isn't a bad word. Right. So, yeah. To more embrace it, not to be afraid yes, of it to exactly. kind of like, I guess, perspective wise to think of it as, Ooh, it's a challenge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. The reason I brought you on is because when we talked previously, you kind of, you were so adamant about wake the fuck up. And so can you kind of go into more detail? What happened to you and, and why are you so about people waking the fuck up? Yeah. Um, what, what happened to me wasn't really one thing. It was lots of things. So, um, I just started studying psychology and all the world's major religions. I went back to college, I don't know, probably 10, 12 years ago uh, for philosophy. And I just started studying kind of the world around me and people and, uh, you know, hacking myself and, and, you know, how to, how to better myself and, and how to better the world around me. And I realized, um, I, I guess I could, I don't want to sound, uh, uh, I don't want to sound higher, uh, uh, than anybody else, but, but, you know, I, I felt like I kind of woke up and now I try to wake other people up. Like, you know, failure, there, there's, there's something for you right there. Right. So wake up. Failure is not bad at all. Like we're all going through it. And like you said, learning from it is far more important than failing. Um, God, you know, I, I'm able to command such a high hourly rate for a CBD company launch because I've gone through and I've failed so much. Not that I've taken companies public or taken a company from, you know, getting in, getting into to a, a national chain of thousands of stores from nothing. Right. That's not, that's not where it's about. It's about, I've failed so much and lost thousands and thousands of our dollars and our clients dollars that I can now pass that information on and save people money. So waking up is uh, on, on the failure tactic. It's just, wake up and, and accept that failure is just, it's just another thing that you go through. Um, I think it's just so important. And that's not just, just about business, but it's just about the world around us. Right. Like, well, and so question for that, was there something specific that happened that you started studying and you became curious about this stuff? I don't think you just wake up and go, I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna study. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So this is a, so it's actually kind of funny because what it turned out to be is something that, that most people kind of shun. So I read this book uh, called Dianetics by L. Ron Hubbard. Um, L. Ron Hubbard is the founder of Scientology, which most people think that's a freaking nutty religion. So it started with this book, Dianetics. And here is just this guy, this man that used to write science fiction that also started studying psychology. And he was like, oh my gosh, this is pretty cool. I'm going to put this nonfiction stuff in a book. 
And that book really changed me. Um, Dianetics is, is really, it's the study of the psychology of man. And I just started learning about what we're capable of and how we control our, our actions and how we control our emotions and how we can control, you know, our bodies, our health. Like we're able to control these things. And, uh, Dianetics really started me on that path. Now, of course, as I started going deeper, um, Scientology was founded, uh, based on the success of that book. And it started off with great intentions. And, uh, um, you know, I don't want to get, you know, shot or anything, but it's turned into some crazy shit once you get deep into the religion. And I've got, I've studied all the world's major religions pretty deep, not just Scientology. Buddhism, I'm most closely subscribed to, but Christianity, Judaism, uh, Mormon, everything, every major religion I've studied pretty deep. Um, but Scientology, uh, it, it really helped a lot in the beginning. The beginning stage is, is really, it's all about the study of the mind and how we can control uh, so many things about our life. It, yeah, right and here. I find that stuff fascinating because I, and I definitely have not gone to the depths you have, but I love, um, I don't know enough about Dr. Joe Dispenza, but I've seen some of his stuff. I've watched some documentaries on um, Netflix and Amazon Prime, all about the power of the mind that we literally can heal ourselves, which I 100% believe because I believe our thoughts and the stress and everything, we also create dis-ease in the body. Absolutely. But I think... I want to ask you, is this whole wake, wake the fuck up, is that just, do you believe everybody's kind of living in this, I call it like a boring ass box, but just living in this, um, I don't know cognitive, how else to say it. Cognitive dissonance. So people are living in a state of not just unknowing, but no, they don't have the desire to know. Mm. Yeah. Cognitive dissonance. Well, and, and something else you've brought up in the past, you've, you shared a couple stories with me, but, um, like for example, you, when it, wasn't it when you moved to Denver and then you had like literally zero income, but then you went from zero to successful in 15 months. So. No, no, definitely, definitely not okay. 15 months. Okay. I wouldn't even consider myself successful now. I mean, really? success, I would definitely not know. So successful is a, obviously a very broad term and it's, it's, totally whatever we think it is, whatever we say it is. But for me, for me, I think, um, success is being able to literally just do anything at any time. When I, I feel like, um, if I can say, you know what, screw this, every, everything's taken care of. I'm just going to go downstairs and hang out at the pool all day. Like I have a lot of people depending on me. I have companies that are depending on me. I'm, I'm, I'm in the talks with, with freaking Ukraine and the ex press secretary to the president. So like we're to launch a CBD company. Like it's, it's crazy, right? That does not exist. And I can't just flip a switch and say, yeah, everything's going to be fine. I just, I'm just not going to work this week. Right. So when I have enough people that are surrounding myself that everything can run just fine and like be gone for a month, then I feel, I feel success will be had. Um, now with that said, uh, I'm not, you know, I'm not saying I'm not happy till then. I'm not, I'm not projecting to the future saying, well, you know, I'm just, I'm just, God, I hate life. I'm just not successful. No, I'm like, I'm happy now. I'm happy just fine. But, uh, I, I'm not going to say that, you know, I'm, I'm successful now for sure. Not. And maybe that's one of those things where we're, I think our own worst critic, right? So Absolutely. 
I, I actually chatted with this about um, same thing with somebody yesterday was they, the outside world believes that they're very successful and they've achieved much, mm-hmm. but that individual is like, I mean, I don't think I really done that much. And I've felt that way before, right? The things that I've accomplished and done, people high five me and congratulate. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think it's that big of a deal. So I think that's just one, it's okay to be humble and say, yes, I've accomplished a lot, right? Success yeah. is such a broad term. But I think on that note, it's um, the everything you've experienced is the limiting beliefs that you've gotten over. And because you've been curious and you've done research and you learn and uh, something you shared with me, it's the whole perspective of roadblocks are temporary because I think so many people get stuck in roadblocks as obstacles and they, they don't want to go around them or through them or over them and they just stop. Yeah. So how have you, the roadblocks and obstacles you've come against, how do you keep going? I just, I see so much potential. Um, I see where I'm going and I think the roadblocks are just minor. Um, that and being accepting of what happens if. So, uh, you know, aside from taking care of my mom when she can't take care of herself anymore, like what's the worst case scenario that I become destitute, broke, and I have to go live in, you know, I don't know, Columbia uh, on a beach somewhere because I can't afford America and I'm, you know, start a web business. I, you know, I, I don't know. I don't I look at worst case scenarios a lot, you know, and if, if, uh, if this roadblock can't get through, if I can't get through the roadblock or if the roadblock is so much that my company may fail, I'm like, well, fuck it. Like, it's really not that big a deal. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, I can just start something else. I can go work in a restaurant and pull myself out again. Like, I mean, you know, go bartend. Like there is, there is an endless amount of opportunity. There is an endless stream of people that will pay money, even if it's just a few hundred dollars to manage social media accounts. Like there's an endless stream, hundreds of thousands of businesses that need English speakers to handle their social media for them. And even if you just charge $300 a month, like, can you be successful with $3,000 a month? That's not too many clients, right? And how do you get the best at social media? YouTube for free. You want to be the best at Instagram? It'll take you a few hours of learning. You will be the best than 99.9% of the world out there. Facebook is next. Take half a day for that, right? I mean, there's literally an endless stream for someone. And for me, if I fail at any of these companies, fuck it, I'll do something else. Because I know that I can and I know that others can too. So do you think that you're in such this mindset of, you know, you can conquer pretty much anything you put your mind to because you've had all the experience and all the quote failures. So you're not afraid of them anymore. It's kind of like, Hey, give me, give me another challenge. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do. And I think, okay, so we will go back to what I said. Well, I go, I don't know if we're going to share my story or not. So let me just tell it to you real quick. So I moved here with to, to Denver, Colorado, six years ago with $2 million in the bank, fully furnished condo car, office, everything was set. It fell through within one week before I got here. So I came here with practically nothing, very, very little. And I literally had to start over. Um, I got into the marijuana and, and I started over. I'm just like, well, shit, you know, I can build websites. You know, I, I know I'm not good, that good at it, but I immediately found someone that was really good at it. We teamed up. We decided we'd split the profits 50, 50. Um, then I, I met a great SEO guy and I'm like, okay, well, great. We're going to bring him in. 
Now all the websites we build are search engine optimized and lead converting websites. That's still our core business today. But but bottom line is, you know, I met these people. I teamed up with these people. And uh, when marijuana became legal, recreational marijuana, I'm like, shit, I don't even smoke pot. But it's an opportunity and it's a huge one. So I created another company and another brand. And that's what, when we, when we talk about success or what others would see as Josh is successful, it's, it's really because I spotted that opportunity and, and jumped in for sure. Well, and what it sounds like so to all me. The, all the bottom, you, you can't get any lower than, you know, next to nothing. Uh, and then, and, you know, rising up in just a few years. So what it Sorry. sounds like to me is from your experiences, you have become extremely resourceful and right. So yeah, that's how you've been. You connected the people you need. You were able to connect with because you're resourceful, the every, everything kind of fell into place. And it also sounds like the whole where there's a will, there's a way. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, uh, I wonder, I've never put this two things together actually until just now, but we were just talking about cognitive dissonance and people needing to wake the fuck up about, you know, about the world around them, but they need to wake up about, you know, their business as well. Uh, there are far too many people that are unhappy with their jobs. Way, way, way too many that can literally do this thing on the nights and weekends and, and create their own thing. Um, and I, I personally mentor these people right now. Um, a school teacher just recently quit because we pay our school teachers shit in America, in Colorado, um, that, that she was able to quit her job, uh, just up and quit recently. And within, within less than a year, um, because of a side business. And it's just, I, 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 I don't want to belittle it, but it is far too easy. I think to, to create your own life far too easy. People just, they don't, they don't, uh, they don't want to do it. Well, and on that note, I, I don't believe entrepreneur life is for everyone, but yes, I would agree because I quit corporate two years ago. I literally just felt like a hamster on a wheel day in and day out. I, I was literally going through life's motions and you're right. There are shit tons of people out there doing that. So what is your advice to them? If, if they kind of have that nudge or that idea and that they, that they're not acting on, what do you suggest they do? Hmm. Uh, there's a book, one of my favorite books, uh, Gary Keller wrote the one thing, the founder of Keller Williams. Um, and mm-hmm. it's about what is your one thing that you want to, you know, you want to strive for. What's that one big thing, right? So let's take that, that philosophy. Oh, oh, hold on. So you get that one thing. And what are you doing to work toward that one thing every day? It doesn't matter if it's 10 minutes a day, you're at least making progress to that, right? So let's take out the, the, you know, do good or, you know, what would I want to be remembered with when I die? Let's just say you want to be a videographer. Okay. You don't know anything about videographer, about being a videographer. You don't know anything about cameras, uh, video equipment, but if that's your one thing, or maybe that's your one thing to get to your one thing, then take that. And now what is it that you can do for literally 10 to 15 minutes a day? I promise you, you will get there. I mean, and that's nothing. Anyone, anyone in this world can have 15 minutes a day to do something, uh, to better themselves and, and to get there. So, you know, you, you work eight hours a day. Let's say you're, you know, you're commuting for 45 minutes. It's nine. You get to lunch. Let's just say your total work is everything is 10 hours a day. You've got 24 hours in that day. You can eat dinner. You can eat breakfast, spend a couple hours with your kids, your wife. Like you've got 15, 30 shit. You should have an hour. Like you can have an hour a day. You don't need 10,000 hours to be perfect at something. You just need to spend a little bit of time every day. 
Well, and I think on that note, there are no excuses, right? Between the internet, Google, YouTube, DIY, if if you have an idea or spark, it's been done. Don't reinvent the wheel. Go out and, and like you did, be curious. Find the information. Look for the books. Find the resources. Meet the person. Yeah. Okay, so then question for you from this conversation today. What do you what is the one key takeaway you want listeners to get? Um, besides wake the fuck up. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, I I want them, I want people to just grasp that literally every single thing that you could want to learn is free. It's not just on the internet. It literally is free. You're probably going to have to sift through a bunch of shit to find it if you don't want to pay, but let's say you want to pay, uh, Udemy, or uh, I think Coursera is another one. Like you can pay 20 bucks. Here's you 24 hours of studies. Um, There are free colleges. No, 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 I don't want to push that at all. Forget forget this, nix that. Can you cut that part out? The college one? (laughs) I'm kind of anti-college now, but anyway. uh, No, but literally like almost everything out there is, is free or extremely low cost and you can be a badass at it and you can sell your services. Um, You just have to you just have to know. Uh, and it's very simple. It's a Google search. You don't need to go to some special dark web search engine or anything like you really, it is out there and it is easy and it's free for the taking. But what from that, I a hundred percent agree. I'm with you, but what mindset, I think a lot of people lack confidence, right? Or, yeah. um, so what do you suggest? What is that one thing on top of you know, take the first step, wake the fuck up, be curious, do the work. Mm-hmm. How else? I mean, momentum and motivation and. Yeah, I, I think. Um, like, like I said, like I said earlier, in the end. If you fail at it, fucking start over, find something else. Right. I mean. Yeah. You're you're going to find something that, that's going to work. It's going to work. I've failed far, far more times than I have made it. That's for damn sure. Far more times. Well, and I, I love the meme. I think I've seen on Instagram, but uh, who was it? The Colonel Sanders, KFC guy and, and all these other very successful businessmen. You're never too old. You're, it's not too oh, late. Yeah. So just start. Yeah, far too many extremely successful people started after 45 like far to me, like it's, it's endless, endless stream of uber successful people, not just, not just successful enough to where you're living a happy life, but like uber freaking successful. Yeah. Never too late. That's for sure. Okay. Mom, you got that mom. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. Okay. So I have some questions for you. I'd like to ask to wrap up the interview. And the first one is what is a quote or motto that you live by? I think it just doesn't matter. Um, it's a much, much larger philosophical discussion, I think, than we have time for. But, I mean, in the end, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you fail. It doesn't matter if your, you know, your, your mom gets mad at you. It doesn't matter if, uh, you know, your kids shun you for, for a little bit. It doesn't matter if your boss yells at you. It doesn't matter if somebody bullies you. It doesn't matter if you're overweight it doesn't matter what color you are. Like none of this shit really matters in the grand scheme of things. So um, we need to we need to be happy with who we are, where we are. And if you if you want something better for yourself, then great, do it, get it. But don't be unhappy until you have that. That's for sure. 
Great takeaway. What is the book you're currently reading or highly recommend? I am not currently reading a book. Thank you for shoving that in my face because I'm sick about it. Uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm far too busy. I, I, I am not reading a single book right now, unfortunately. Um, I do love the one thing that's definitely, definitely, um, one of my favorites for sure. Um, I've been studying quantum mechanics a little bit here and there. Um, so, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think there is, there is besides, I really like the one thing besides that, um, any, any book on, on Buddhism and, and the psychology or study of the mind, uh, would be, would be great. Um, just if, if I could, if people would open up their eyes a little bit uh, and accept some of these things that we, we keep finding, um, whether it's at the molecular level or it's at, you know, just, um, from a Buddhism, just a standpoint of just, just overall, you know, calm and, and well-being and, and, uh, we're controlling everything that happens around us, uh, does not have to control us inside books on that. Okay. Final question for you. What advice would you give your younger self? Aside from the silly ones like buy stock and Google, um, probably, well, it depends on the age, but I would say not give up on soccer. Um, yeah. Uh, pick up the piano quicker. Um, from a business standpoint, uh, definitely pick something up and, and uh, I think just, just learn what I want to do earlier and, and, uh, and stick with that. Even today, like I'm all over the place. I'm starting two companies just within 30 days of each other. Like I'm all over the damn place. And I see if multiple friends, not one, but multiple friends have started something, seen it all the way through and not done anything else. And both these just too recently, both sold their companies. We're talking like within a five-year time, two people within five years started a company and has sold it to someone greater and they're on doing better things. And here I am starting something before them and I've gotten multiple companies, but I'm stretched so thin, you know, I'm not selling any of them. Right. So I think it's important to not kind of live my life and more so, you know, focus on one thing and then see that through and just, just hammer that one thing over and over and over and over again. I know if I had done that, I definitely would have sold one of mine as well. But, um, yeah, if, if my younger self on the business standpoint is definitely pick one thing, stick with it and just be a badass at it. I'm curious then on that note, what makes you, because I understand, especially being an entrepreneur and creative mind, and it's like chasing the shiny object and having multiple things going at a time. And I, I had a real back and go, okay, you're right. I'm going to focus all in on one thing, but why do you think that you have multiple things going on rather than opportunity and they are, they are nearly endless, especially in the cannabis space. There are, there are so many people that have gotten into the cannabis industry that aren't business people and they have no clue what they're doing, yet they create amazing products. There is a company is about to go public with one simple, ridiculously stupid product. His website's terrible. The branding is terrible. He does not know business at all. I don't even know how he's going public. I have no idea. It doesn't even make sense to me. But it's like, it's this one silly, stupid little product. There is somebody else that could have just that can create another product and, and I'm in the process of doing these things, but just because there's so much, there's so much opportunity, even for the person that's not a business person, 
And there, it, it seems to be endless in the cannabis industry. And we are, here we are, kind of, it's still in the early stages. Um, I can't stop because I see it and I just keep bringing in investors and partners and, and workers to like do these things for me. Um, so I can be, so I don't have to be the one driving it all. Um, I think, you know, in, in five years, maybe a few years, I'll be better off than my friends who sold theirs because I'm, I will have probably sold multiple, but, um, in reality, I would have gotten there a lot quicker if I just focused on one. <laughs> but maybe, and then I'm just thinking this came to me, maybe not because what I think when we focus too much on what other people are doing and how they're doing it and their process, then we get into that judgment and comparison trap which is BS. And so maybe this is simply your path. Yeah. You're right. Maybe you'll get to the point that you sell multiple at one time and freaking cash out cha-ching. And yep. then maybe you decide to go to one thing, but Absolutely. I think you're on your own path and keep going. Definitely. Definitely. I'm not sobbing. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, thank you so much for joining me today and sharing your story. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's fun. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode. To connect with me further, you can find me on Facebook, Heather Hakes. I am also on Instagram as Heather.Hakes. And I even have a YouTube channel. Guess what? Heather Hakes. I'll catch you on the next episode. <laughs>